We have come to the end of year A. We have come to the end of the Gospel of Matthew. As from next week, we'll begin the Gospel according to Mark. The readings today, dear friends, I'd like to give you a summary of the readings. In the first reading, the Lord God promises to act as a shepherd to his sheep. He will rescue, pasture, and give them rest. He will seek the lost, return the strayed, heal the sick, and bind the injured. He will also judge between the different kinds of sheep in his flock. The second reading, 1 Corinthians, Christ has risen again in this reading, initiating the resurrection for all. He will reign until all enemies, including death, are defeated. In our gospel, Jesus tells his disciples, and he tells us today, about the final judgment where people will be separated like sheep and goats. Those who help the needy will inherit eternal life, being told that their good deeds were done unto Jesus himself, and those who neglected the needy will face eternal judgment. The four last things, for those who remember the doctrine, the four last things in the Catholic Church, which is outlined in the Catechism, are death, judgment, heaven, and hell. Death, judgment, heaven, and hell. When we die, the next thing is judgment. And we are judged. When we are judged, there are just two places we can go. Heaven or hell. And in between, there is purgatory. Where those who are still being purified for heaven stay. And Jesus tells us that what can lead us into this kingdom are works of charity, works of kindness, works of compassion. Those who do these things, at the end, they will hear the master, the king, tell them, Come, you who are blessed by my father, Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. I think if we are all here today, it's because we want to hear these same words spoken to us on the day of judgment. Amen? Are we together? Okay. Do you want to hear these words spoken to you on Judgment Day? Do you want to? Are you shy? 
Dear friends in Christ, for those who are familiar with scripture, Isaiah chapter 61 tells us that the servant is the one who came and the Spirit of God was with him for him to bring glad tidings to the poor, to liberate prisoners, to bring healing to the sick. And in Luke chapter 4, Jesus claims that he is the one when he says, when he goes to the synagogue, goes to the pulpit, opens the scroll, and says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has called me to bring glad tidings to the poor, to liberate prisoners, to heal the sick. That is the mission of Jesus in the world. That is the mission of Jesus. And if we are followers of Jesus, that should be our mission. How do you take care of the poor, the sick, the marginalized, the people who have nowhere, no home? Sometimes we do it so well. We do it and we provide. We give it to them. Somebody calls it compassion with pride. Proud compassion. Arrogant compassion. Impatient compassion. As if you are giving to the dogs. How do you give to the poor? What is your intention? Are we friends of the poor or are we just their benefactors? Think about it. Are we actually friends of the poor like Jesus was or we are their benefactors? We don't care to know where they come from, who they are, what they are going through. This is all I got for you. A box of sardine, a box of pasta. Do we care about those people? Do we really love them? Do we think about them? Do we think about their situation? We are privileged. We are blessed. God has given it to us. How can we be Christ-like to other people? I will tell you a story. There was a parish, a striving parish, growing. People were coming in every week. Young families coming in, children crying in the pews every day. The pastor was happy. My church is growing. My church is booming. 
And the parishioners were happy. At events, they could have a thousand people plus at every event in the parish. Who doesn't love that? We all love to see that number. After a while, the number started shrinking. Fewer people were coming to events. Fewer people were coming to church. The pastor was worried. What is going on? And the pastor called the pastoral council and the volunteers in the parish for a meeting and asked, what is going on? We have left from 3,000 people to 800 in just two years. What is the change? After prayer and discernment, one of the parishioners who was part of a monastery, he was a brother, he told the pastor, I have a revelation about your parish. And the pastor asked him, can you come talk to the pastoral council and the volunteers? He told them, yes, I can do that. And when that day came, he told them, this parish has neglected Jesus Christ. They have forgotten about Jesus Christ. They are doing a lot, but they have not focused on Jesus. Their aim is growth. Their aim is something else, not Jesus. They haven't recognized him yet. Until they recognize Jesus, this parish will be shut down. The pastor came back, thought about everything, and the conclusion was, there was Jesus in this community, and no one has recognized him yet. Until we recognize him, our parish will fall. Who is Jesus? It could be the next person to you. It could be your neighbor. You haven't recognized him yet. Until you treat the next person very well, you don't know if that is Jesus or not. And the resolution was, let us treat each other as if that was Jesus. Amen? Amen. Let us treat each other as if they were Jesus. Things changed. Everyone was kind to the other because nobody knew if that was Jesus or not. Everyone loved the next person because they didn't know if that was Jesus or not. If we can love Jesus this much, if we can be kind to Jesus this much, why can't we be kind to one another? What is stopping us? Why are we so insecure to love? Even in the church. How many of us come into this church and sit here and face the priest to the end of the Mass? 
don't even know who is sitting next to you. You put barriers around you. You don't care about the person next to you. It's about me, my spouse, my kids. That is not spirituality. That is not holiness. Holiness is joyful. Holiness is something that comes with happiness. If you are holy and you are not happy, ask yourself questions. Is it authentic holiness? Is this authentic holiness? I encourage you, dear friends, look around you, at least. See the person next to you. Know them. It could be Jesus Christ. It could be Jesus Christ right next to you, but you are ignoring him. Jesus is here today, and he wants us to love Genuinely, he wants us to have genuine compassion, genuine charity. Amen.